Live from parts unknown, you're listening to Simon Miller's Pro Wrestling Podcast. The only wrestling podcast on the planet, we think. Sit back, relax, prepare for positivity to run through your veins as Simon Miller gives you your weekly dose of powerful pro wrestling audio. It is Miller Time. Hello and welcome to Simon Miller's Pro Wrestling Podcast. My name is Simon Miller and this is a pro wrestling podcast and what a week in wrestling it has been. I've actually thought it's been quite entertaining. I've enjoyed myself and that's what we're going to do. We're going to sit down and we're going to talk about everything that went down over the next hour or so. And I'm very pleased to say that on this week's uh, episode of Simon's Pro Wrestling Podcast, we do have someone that supported me via the Patreon, which is patreon.com forward slash Simon Miller 316. It's my man Jack. Jack, how are you doing today? Hey man, yeah. Doing good, doing good. Good, I'm glad. Now, I always like to, I'm sure you've heard of episodes when I've had Patreons on. First and foremost, Mm -hmm. I want to thank you for your support, but I also want to talk to you about how you got into wrestling because everybody has an interesting story. Some people are like eight years old and they've only been watching it for two weeks. Some people have been watching it since I have because they're old men. What was it for you? We are going to get into, obviously, the, the, the updated stuff, but what was it for you that really, I mean, look, we're all adults and we love watching dudes in their pants. The question is, why? (laughs) Um... Yeah, so I actually got into wrestling relatively late. Um, so I only really sort of got into stuff uh, last year, like at the beginning of 2017. Okay. Um, a couple of my friends from university have been uh, into it for a long time. Um, so I've kind of always been like on the edge of those conversations, not really getting like like drawn into it. Yeah. Um, and just by chance i was listening to like i usually have like podcasts on in the background while i'm doing work and stuff um and it was only part of last year i was just had a podcast on the background um which was actually from uh videogamer.com all right well there you go and it was i think it was yourself and a couple of the other guys uh video gamer who was talking about uh brock lesnar and undertaker a hell in a cell match from 2015 yeah um i thought okay well, these guys, these guys are picking up. I should probably have a look and see what this is all about. And so straight onto YouTube, found that. And that was incredible. That was an awesome match. And well, it was really good, wasn't it? It was, yeah. Um, just, and it's like, once I saw that, I was like, oh, okay. I, I get what this is about now. This is awesome. And kind of really got stuck into it from there. Um, I think it was just before... I think it was Payback last year was the first like WWE pay-per-view I probably watched. Wow. So, I mean, so you literally, this is, you're still kind of in your, I'm trying to think of the way, your infancy when it comes to pro wrestling then. Yeah, yeah, totally. That's amazing. Um, and so, so what are you, so what's your opinions on, uh, I don't like talk, I'm talking about this, but I still find it true because you're going to come at it from a different perspective. What, Roman Reigns, right? I, I don't, I don't like I, talking I, I about Roman Reigns, but I don't. But the thing is, though, he is, yeah. as I've always said, he is a science experiment in 2018 because we've never witnessed anything like this. John Cena doesn't count because John Cena was beloved for a long time. People forget that. People flip and yep. love that man. Go listen to some of his pops in the mid 2000s. They love him. Roman Reigns has never been beloved. There's been obviously you know peaks and troughs here and there, but overall the situation mm-hmm. has been what it is. Now you're not coming at it. I don't mean to, I'm not saying this in a horrible way to long-term wrestling fans, but a lot of them are worn yep. out and they're cynical, which I understand. That happens because they've seen yep. all the bad and they've gone through it you have a fresh take so you know what 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 how i mean two questions one what do you think of him as a wrestler but two how does it affect your opinion 
because the thing I struggle with these days, I say this all the time, like a broken record. Sometimes I want to try and enjoy a Roman Reigns match, and I can't because fans just crap all over it before I've even got, you know, before I've even got into it. And then I'm like, well, yeah. there's no chance whatsoever. So I think most recently, uh, the, the Money in the Bank match with uh, Roman Reigns and Jinder Mahal, um, as I was interested to see where they were going to go with it. Because yeah. um, I think both of those guys have, uh, they're not, they're not well received by by the crowds usually. No, so they're not. Like, okay, <laughs> so you've got two people who are already pretty unpopular going at each, at each other in a match. And I thought, okay, well, let's let's at least see what the crowd does with it. And I was, I think, like like like, like you were, I was kind of disappointed with the the crowd just did nothing with it. They were just like, no, none of this. We're not even going to give this a chance to to kind of breathe, really. Yeah, which is a shame. Um, having said that, I, I don't know, man. I I try and enjoy Roman's matches. <laughs> I like where he's going, <laughs> but I don't know. It's uh, and I, I don't want to say that 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 Roman doesn't love what he does because of like anybody who who's going to go out week after week to thousands yeah, yeah. of people screaming at him in, in a stadium. Obviously, loves loves what he does because who 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 would do that? But I, I, I don't know. It just seems like he's he doesn't have the same, the same kind of energy like like Rusev does, for example. Now he's we're like, talking. Well done, Jack. Well, good segue. I appreciate oh. that segue. <laughs> put Rusev <laughs> over everybody. Well, it's, it's because like when he's in the ring, Rusev looks like he's having the time of his life. He's really, I agree, really enjoying himself. And I, 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 I don't get that same energy from Roman. I think the, the, the thing, like, the problem I have with Roman, and I don't want to be this guy because I hate being this guy. I yeah. don't want to be like, oh, well, I, I do professional wrestling, blah, 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 blah. No, fuck that. Everyone's allowed their opinion. Like, that doesn't make any difference as far as I'm concerned. Uh, you may come at it from different, you know, perspectives because you have a different perspective, but I got no problem with it. But the real thing for me is ever since, I'm doing it now, I'm being a hypocrite, but ever since I did start <laughs> training to be a pro wrestler, my big thing was, oh my gosh, all of this is so incredibly hard. And yeah. when I watched the next Roman Reigns match, I remember thinking, oh my gosh, he's so good. Because <laughs> he makes yeah. everything look so effortless. And things that I, you know, that, that's really where I started to go. It doesn't mean you have to like Roman Reigns. It doesn't even mean you have to think he's a good pro wrestler. Of course you don't. That's completely up to you. Uh, and I, I mean, the general you. However, I just think on a fundamental level, for me, that's why I struggle to, to, to hate him now. Because everything he does looks really good. Like, I don't like the Superman oh, punches. Yeah. Don't like it. Don't like it. I think it's overdone. I think There's... it's passe by now. But it's still. It works with what he's trying to achieve, I guess. Uh, like, I don't doubt his technique. Like, technically, he's incredible in the ring. Um, this, the Superman punch, I'm I'm okay with, apart from, like, the reloading of the fist. I, the first time I saw it, I was like, I don't get that. Do you know, I, don't, I, I don't know what about. You know what the problem with that is as well? I agree with you. And then I watched him wrestling recently with a friend of mine's kid who's uh, 10 years old. And mm -hmm. that, was, that was his favorite thing about it. He loved, the, he loved that fucking yeah. cock and fist nonsense. And that is when I was like, oh, see, I forget that wrestling is for children, really. Yeah. Um, yeah. It doesn't mean that it has to solely be for children. Let me rephrase that. WWE is mostly aimed at a, a, a more a younger... It's aimed at everybody. It's, it's, but, a, it's a family market, isn't it? Exactly, yeah. And yeah. I think that's why it's good we have options. But I agree oh, yeah. with you. I find that... I really struggle with that because when he does it, I groan. And then I, you know, my mate's kid's called Logan. And he was just... I've never seen anyone so happy. <laughs> like yeah. he's the happiest man in or happiest kid in the world. So it's like, okay, you know, but I, I think that's the I think that's why it's fascinating though. That's why we're living in fascinating times when it comes to WWE yeah. because I mean, what he, what he, he's not a face, he's not a heel, he's Roman Reigns. And and that to me is it, that's why I always bring it up. It's a constant talking point. Yeah. 
So what has been your highlight of wrestling so far since you've got into it? Obviously, you mentioned that Hell in a Cell match, which was really good. I mean, good. have you, have you, did you sort of enjoy wrestling so much that, you know, you've, you've, you've branched out? Are you watching indie promotions? Are you watching New Japan? I mean, wh- where have you gone afterwards? Um, so like, I, I went into sort of um, NXT more regularly because it's just easier for me to consume on a week-by-week basis. Um, so I think we're just over a year now from take over Chicago from last year with the the fallout of DIY, which was oh man, I mean insane. Still going on, right? Still going on. Yeah. Everyone, everyone always talks about Akad and Omega as they should, but let's not forget yeah. Champa and Gagana as well, who are equally telling amazing long term storylines. And the, those those flashbacks, or at least I at least have flashbacks to the to the Lesnar and Taker Helen Cell match when they were ripping up the ripping up the mat again. Yeah, yeah. Um, in Chicago this year, and that was great. Um, but one of my friends uh, lives. Uh, about an hour away from me, there's a local promotion uh, near him. Called, What's it called? Uh, uh, 4FW, Forefront Wrestling. I know uh, that. Where are you based? Where do you live? You don't have to give that away. Where are they based? Let's say that. Where are they based? <laughs> uh, so they live near um, Swindon in Wiltshire, which is, which is where their uh, promotion right. regularly goes. That, I, knew I'd, I'm not, I won't say on air why I know this, but I know that area very well. So... <laughs> Like, oh, cool. Anyway, keep going, keep going, keep selling. Yeah, um, and and so you know we've had uh, I've been to a, a couple of events there, and they've all been incredible. Um, the, the, one of the guys that got on the roster, Saint, is brilliant at building heat, which is a joy to watch. Um, and and you know we've had some of the uh, more I don't say prominent in these you know in the wrestlers on a put people above other people or, or anything like that but i mean uh dave mastiff has been there who was recently on the yeah amazing NXT uk tournament which yeah. is awesome um doug williams has the man, done the, man, the fucking well. man i love doug williams he's great he's awesome um and yeah and then so kind of from that i diverged um and at the moment i'm there's so many indies at the moment it, it's difficult to to get on top of, top of all of them so at the moment i'm just like i, I picked two um being uh defined obviously uh and progress as well which yeah. i'm starting to get into now nice what do you think about it really good really good very very different to wwe both of them um uh but yeah i'm enjoying them both a lot at the moment good well that, that, that's what wrestling's all about and i think it's wonderful as well that you've got into wwe and a slowly branching out not that anybody has to do that i just enjoy the I just enjoy it. I enjoy the evolution. Yeah. I, enjoy, I enjoy people heading in that way. And obviously social media and the internet makes that so easy in, in 2018. Yeah. Uh, so let's focus on the current product. Let's focus on the last seven days. Um, yeah. I actually thought, and we're going to talk about some news as well, but I actually thought that Raw and SmackDown were, were relatively decent this week. We're in this awful period where we're in between pay-per-views again. Money in the bank. Money in the yeah. bank. Extreme rules isn't for a while. And really, if we're being honest, the momentum's not going to pick up properly till SummerSlam. That's what happens with WrestleMania. It peaks mm-hmm. uh, for WWE. It peaks for Mania. Then we die a little bit. Then we peak for SummerSlam. And then relatively get to Survivor Series and we power through to WrestleMania again. Um, but I thought... Yeah, I thought, I thought Raw and SmackDown were enjoyable. I feel like, SmackDown especially, I thought was a great show. Um, but I think Raw is still, I mean, there were some things on Raw, Raw, Raw that wound me up. But when you end with the Seth Rollins-Dolph uh, Ziggler match, which I, yep. I, then, I then found out was produced by Tyson Kidd, which just made me happy because I love Tyson Kidd. You know, that went, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, I was, I was reading about it the other day. And it just made me so happy and it was so good. And I know a lot of people didn't like the finish. I personally did because I thought it gave Drew McIntyre a bunch of heat, which is what he needs. Yes, uh, on top yeah. of that, I think Drew McIntyre is the best character they've introduced from NXT in years. He actually feels like he's got a storyline. He progresses each week. He looks the part. Let's, you know, for good grief, he looks the part. And oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, you know, 
there are things I didn't like. You know, Sasha Banks, uh, Bailey stuff, I think is ridiculous. Oh, boy. Because yep. you know, they ran that into the ground months, years ago, really. And now we're expected to, to, to enjoy it again, which I, which, I find, which I find just nuts. Like, I'm I, I genuinely worried that maybe next week on Raw, we're not even going to, you know, not even going to bring that up. And people I laugh think- when I say that. So I go on, man. Uh, it's just the the Sasha Bailey stuff. It, it kind of reminds me of the Roman stuff, where it's just like, can you, we need to we need to pull the trigger on this sometime. Like this 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 needs to either go or not, and to, we need to choose. Well, yeah, that's that's what I I don't and why because everyone seemed to be surprised that Bailey got cheered. Of course, she got cheered. She finally got to show some fire and personality, which yeah. she hasn't been allowed to show in ages. And I, I mean, it certainly you would imagine that like the the way they're going is that Bailey is the heel and Sasha is the face. I'd switch it. Um, yeah, I would. I'm right. Yeah, I'd switch it. I think you can have yeah. an angry baby face in Bailey because she's different to her character. But let, let yeah. you know, let Sasha Banks be a bitchy, horrible NXT persona. Uh, yeah. But I mean, we'll see what happens. But I did like stuff like that. I thought Kurt Angle just cancelling the Extreme Rules match at the start of the show because Brock Lesnar doesn't want to do it makes no sense whatsoever and will definitely be weird. it will definitely be a plot hole soon once they tell someone you've got to defend your title in 30 days mm-hmm. but oh, but there was fun stuff on there as well you know Kevin Owens and uh, Braun Strowman was cheesy but good yeah. um what else there was something else that I enjoyed oh all the B team and and you know that Matt Hardy and, and Bray Wyatt stuff I thought was funny you know I just I just thought it was an easy to watch show and while Bobby Lashley versus Roman Reigns doesn't really light up my world. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna pretend otherwise. I don't know. I just thought it was well put together show, and I thought it, I thought it, yeah, pondered along quite well. I, I was just glad that Authors of Pain got to do something. Oh my gosh! Cool. I mean, hell froze over when they. Yeah. I mean, Titus, Titus Worldwide, but whatever. I mean, what is it? What, you, you've just mentioned you're invested in NXT, right? You enjoy NXT. Oh, I love NXT. So you must get quite excited when you know, oh, so and so is going to get called up. But they all suffer from the same. Uh, you know, it's, it's, they, they come and then they go. I mean, what, what's that like for you as a guy that clearly, you know, is, is super invested in NXT? I was so excited when Sanity got called up. I was like, fine, okay, cool. We're going to see what they're going to going to do with these guys on the main roster now and like you know see see what they can shake up and i, I honestly thought because that they were announced like months ago that they'd moved out to, to smackdown yeah and then we just had vignettes for ages right yeah and i thought well maybe they're gonna try and you know pull people into the pay-per-view for money in the bank um because the pre-show was the tag match right yeah, with, yeah. Uh, uh, anyway I, I thought they were gonna have sanity run in on that that would have Shake been better, to be honest, yeah. And then go, okay, well, Christ, look what's happened on the pre-show. Ah, well, if you want to see what's on the pay-per-view, then, you know. Imagine, the imagine they actually did that, Jack. Imagine they actually used the pre-show as something worthwhile. Wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. And it's just, and CN as well. Um, because it's, uh, the CN Alistair Black match, uh, which was Alistair Black's debut last year, was incredible as well. I thought I really liked Cien's character as just this really arrogant, cocky heel. Yeah. Who, yeah, like he duck away from a strike, get caught up in the ropes, and then just like wag his finger at you just to be obnoxious. Yeah, yeah, it was great. Yeah, so true. Um, And everything he's done with um, Selena Vega uh, since he came back to NXT and now you know and went on to become champion was incredible. Yeah, I know. Uh, From nowhere, right? What a turnaround. It's, yeah, it was great um, and really well built. I thought as a story, um, I liked his uh, brief feud with uh, Johnny Gargano uh, in lieu of Champ coming back. I thought that was great. Um, 
and then again, CN gets called up to SmackDown, and he's had a match with Sin Cara, I think, and. He did, and not only that, on SmackDown this week, they just had a backstage segment when he was saying, oh, I beat up Sin Cara a few weeks ago. And it was like, yeah, great, mate. All yep. right, you know, good for you. Like, what do you want, what, what do you want from me? <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I like it when people from NXT get called up, but I, I want them to be called up, and there's like a plan already laid out for them. So like, okay, you're going to come up, and this is what's going to happen. And I, I don't want to... I don't like... Uh, call out like creative or anybody will say you know you're not doing a job probably or any of that because I, I met like that's got to take so much work to like lay all the groundwork for that sort of stuff but it's just it feels like a waste when you when you've got talent coming up and, and you don't have something f- for them ready to go well this is what I don't understand because I thought that was the plan I remember Triple H coming out and said that he was never gonna I don't know it's not his call at the end of the day he's got to go through yeah. Vince McMahon but I always thought that was the idea but like, you've just mentioned loads there right and we can do more um, you know, Andrade, yeah, Andrade Cien Almas, Ty Dillinger, uh, Sanity. Who else yep. got put on SmackDown recently that just died a death? I can't remember. But Bobby Roode, he he came in, and he got you know he got oh, killed. That broke yeah. my heart. <laughs> well, he got he got killed by the fifty fifty booking of WWE in weeks. Yep. Uh, and then over on Raw again, Authors of Pain, Ember Moon. Uh, no yep. Way Jose. I mean, you know, I'm not saying that No Way Jose... Actually, I did a video like this for What Culture. It should be going up in a couple of days. Maybe up there. I don't know. I haven't checked. But... Mm. Um, you know, no way Jose was never going to be a main event guy. I'm not. I'm not trying to pretend otherwise. Of course not. However, he could have. He could have given him something. He could have given him a bone. But he, yeah. he just. I, I just don't understand what the point of bringing him up was. And that's when I get really confused because if we're trying to build stars and we're using NXT to make those stars to begin with, either yeah. WWE tell the people that you can't actually mention they're on NXT, which makes no sense, or they just come in. They all come in over WrestleMania weekend, which works because the audience is very different. They know who they are. But your more casual fan has no idea. And then in weeks, as we are now, like, look, all of them. No way Jose is having a kind of pointless... Well, having a few that actually is benefiting Mojo Rawley, but isn't really benefiting No Way Jose. Authors of Paint, I get it. There was a visa issue, but still, that didn't help from, again, from a casual fan's perspective. Ember Moon feels like she's been there for ages. Sanity lost on SmackDown. Oh, God. Which, I mean, what was that? And this is what I don't understand. Why introduce someone, have them feel somewhat elevated, but then let them drop, and only when you feel like you want to push them again do you let them start climbing back up the ladder? That seems like a crazy way to book anything to me. I think with how, for, for a long time, the, the, it, it felt like the, the SmackDown tag division was literally, it was just the New Day and the Usos, and no, no one else got a look in. It's, it's those two guys, and that's it. The, the two groups of guys. And, and you know, you've got, you know, you've got, you've got Sands coming, you've got the Bludgeon Brothers who shaking everything up, and it's... I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't but, know how to feel about it. Well, no, I, I just think it's really upsetting, because I, I, don't, I don't want these people to come in and lose all their momentum so quickly, yeah. and then, like I say, only... You know, only, only... You know, again, only when they come back to it, and they feel, oh, we should push this person now, do, do they get the rub? Just don't bring them up. Don't bring them up at all. So yeah, yeah I, 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 find, I find it bizarre, and um, I'm not saying that you know was permeated on this week's Raw. Smack- well, I think it was on SmackDown actually. Just jumping across quickly. I mean, basically, what happened is, if you don't know, is that it was supposed to be Jeff Hardy versus Shinsuke Nakamura. Nakamura yeah. apparently got bit in the leg by a police dog. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> at, at a house show, so he couldn't perform. So instead, they did Jeff Hardy versus Eric Young, which I actually was quite looking forward to. I like Eric Young. Eric uh, Young's awesome. Like, he, uh, he, did you ever watch him in TNA? 
No, I didn't. No, so, I'm so not, I've not seen that. He was great in TNA. He basically became their Daniel Bryan for a while, but he did a pretty decent job with it and basically adapted to anything that, that, that they gave him. And I didn't even mind that the Usos came out the crowd or whatever they did and they turned it into a six-way. I thought that was fine. Like, okay, it's a good way to, to extend this. But to then just have Jeff Hardy hit Alexander Wolfe with a swanton bomb, one, two, three. Yeah. I was like, well, what kind of threat am I meant to... You know, you know, what kind of threat are they now? That's what I don't get. I mean, like I say, you've watched them in NXT. You know what they've did. So, yeah. why? I, think, I don't know. Like Alexander Wolf's the, like, absolutely the, the wrong one of those three to pick, really, because he's the guy who had the, like, the least, uh, uh, from my perspective at least, like, the least development on NXT. Um, Killian Dane got a big push. Um, Eric Young got a big push in his feud with Ty Dillinger, which was incredible as well. But I don't think Alexander Wolf had his own sort of storyline in NXT. So to to have him take the pin from Jeff is like, well, you, you've, you've taken someone out from NXT, you've done nothing with them, you've made them lose. And the guy of those three who definitely didn't need to lose, you may take the pin. Mm. Yeah. I, I just don't know what you do with them next week. I get it. I mean, wins or losses don't matter in WWE, but they matter to me. Like that, that's what I always say. They yeah. matter to me. Like I care about them. And again, I, again, I said this on ups and downs and I said this on, on this video that would go up on what culture. My example is always Goldberg and I get it. Goldberg was a phenomenon and his, char- and, his char- and his character was actually quite cool. But the thing that really got him over was that he turned up and he kicked everybody's flipping ass. Like that yeah. was everybody loved. And I get you can't do that with everybody, of course. But the point is, it made it feel, it made him feel special. And I'm not saying we copy Goldberg for sanity. I'm not saying that. But I'm no. saying we come up with ideas or gimmicks or, or novel twists to make these people stand apart from each other and not just, um, let, you know, ra- and also it was a random six-man tag match. WWE loved getting out of those without proper finishes. And so to me, that just says yeah. they're not invested in sanity at all. And that sucks because... The, you know, the, the, the New Day aren't really doing too much uh, no. on TV at the moment. I would have loved a New Day versus Sanity feud that was built up with promos and stuff and Sanity get the early win and New Day come back. Classic WWE. And even if New Day walked away with that, the victors, much like Kevin Owens and John Cena a few years ago, I still think that would have helped Sanity no end. At least that's how I feel about it. Yeah. Yeah, I get behind that. Yeah, it's very, very strange. Uh, one thing I do want to talk about, obviously, we should we should really get into this, was the, I, I would call it the highlight of both Raw and SmackDown over the two days, is that all the Daniel Bryan stuff with the Bludgeon Brothers came to a head, uh, where Daniel Bryan took on Luke Harper. I mean, and you mentioned earlier, obviously, you, you kind of, you catch up with um, Raw and SmackDown as much as you can. Uh, yeah. did, you, did you see any of the Daniel Bryan versus um, Luke Harper match? Uh, I, I caught bits and pieces of it. I, I was I was surprised because I thought initially after Big Cass had been released that it was like, well, what do we do with Daniel now? <laughs> oh, let's put him against I don't know the Bludgeon Brothers. I they actually had it. a plan the whole time. Yeah, but this is the thing, and I liked it because Luke Harper and Daniel Bryan started going at it, and I was like, oh, I never knew I wanted this match, but I really yeah. do. I really want to see this match. I thought it was really fun, and of course, yeah, uh, Daniel Bryan was going to win. Rowan gets in the ring. Uh, he yep. beats up. He beats up on Daniel Bryan. Then Kane of all people returns. Mm-hmm. And they and they reformed Team Hell No. Now, there's two things I want to say. One is, yes, I loved it. I love Kane. Always have done. Always will do. I love that tag team. And really, that tag team was really important in the evolution of Daniel Bryan as a WWE superstar because it proved to management in the back that, you know, he... Uh, you know, he was more than just a good in-ring worker. I believe it was during those segments and vignettes they decided, oh, right, you know, he, ha- he has more to than this. But I'm going to yeah. guess, Jack, that you were never present for Team Hell No version one. 
So, I'm afraid I wasn't. No, no but this is good because clearly you've already cottoned on to the Daniel Bryan love because the way you just talked about him then. So what do you... Th- hey, and all, right, There's loads of questions here, man. One, what do you think about this man running out in a mask? <laughs> Two... Did you have to go back and figure out why Kane and Daniel Bryan were a thing? I mean, you know, what, what was your takeaway? Well, I mean, I, I like, given the choice, if wrestling has to be serious or ridiculous, I'm always going to go ridiculous. I'm with you. Like, never, never say that out loud, but I, I completely agree with you. I mean, um, I went to a WWE live event um, beginning of May, um, and I went with uh, my family, I went with my parents, who haven't watched any WWE stuff. That's amazing. Um, I love that. That must have been amazing. It was great. And it was great to see them. The, the first match was um, Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt uh, against the Revival. Um, and immediately, my friend was like, Matt Hardy's the best. Like, he's the fa- <laughs> like, their favorite of the evening. I love I it. Like, oh, it's so good. It's great. Um, so, Kane, very much on board. Awesome. Love it. Have you gone back and read up or done uh, sort of any research into Team, team Hell No? Uh, not yet. No, I will do. But so, but so, yeah. what, so, so what do you think? What do you think about? Because I like it. I'm not gonna lie. I, I really I thought about it, and I I have come out on the uh, on the side of I I think it's I I think it's I think it's a really good idea for Daniel Bryan right now. I think it brings yeah. credence to the tag team division which it needed. If they actually yes. win those tag team titles, belts, it's gonna happen. Uh, it's gonna make them feel really important. And also a long a longish term feud between the Bludgeon Brothers and those two. I think it's only gonna help. The Bludgeon Brothers, and that's really important because I think they're a good team. But also, if this is Kane's last run, give him the nostalgia pop. Let him do all the good stuff that he did and let him walk away to become mayor or whatever he's going to do. Yeah, yeah. That, I, I, I loved it. I thought it was a great end to SmackDown. Uh, it was one of those situations where I'm not saying it was the greatest, uh, you know, the, the greatest uh, surprise we've ever seen. But it really, really did make me happy. And I thought it was, I just thought it was such a good end to, to that show. I don't know why... But the teasing of the hug and the way the fans reacted to it, I was, I was just, just great. It was, it was great. And it's, I'm, I'm glad that they, they've now obviously got a concrete plan for, for Daniel Ryan moving forward, having moved him from Raw. And this is the other thing, right? I'm, I'm happy um, for him to be in that position while Rusev takes up the main event spot, right? Because as we've discussed, clearly we're mutual fans of Rusev here. Now, I don't think Rusev's going to win the title of Money in the Bank. I, I keep doing that at Extreme Rules. I, <laughs> I just think that he's there to fill a spot. I don't believe they're going to get behind him that much. I'd like them to, but I don't believe it. But if it means for the next few weeks, I can get Rusev being treated like a main event guy, which he is, mm-hmm. and Daniel Bryan in a cool, fun feud for the tag team titles... Yep. I just and Shinsuke Nakamura when he does come back going against Jeff Hardy for the US title I yep. think that is a great and I don't know what Samoa Joe's doing I should have mentioned this Samoa Joe wasn't on Smackdown which is very weird um, at least I don't think I he was unless I, no, I, I never realised at the time that I say it and go did I miss something however I'm sure they'll put him in a good spot but yeah. I like that I like the booking it actually makes me excited to watch Smackdown yeah yeah I'm looking forward to it a lot yeah that's um, my that's my so go on, man. I, I really hope Rusev does win it because well, let's talk uh, about it. Let's go there. The I really enjoyed the, the although the first match was a bit. Eh, the, I, I liked the the feud between Shinsuke and AJ. Shinsuke's heel turn has been brilliant. It has been. That's the only reason I was annoyed he he didn't win the title. Uh, it's, and it's now that they've like put Rusev in the main event uh, and, and put him in the spotlight to be. Uh, this guy could be the next champion. It's like, oh, okay, so Shinsuke lost, so Rusev could take it out. That way you don't kind of 
damage Shinsuke by by having him lose to Rusev just after getting the title. In my head, that's that's how that makes sense: is that you have Shinsuke lose, so Rusev can go go on and win the title from AJ. I hope it's um, not going to happen. I don't. I, I I want you to be right. Yeah, but uh, it's not going to happen. I know, but I can dream. <laughs> well, but the thing is, is I want it to happen, but. I, it just seems weird to me. They go to zero to... I know they did it with Jinder Mahal and all that, but it seems mm. strange to me they go to Zindo, zero to 100 with someone they've never really pushed properly, not even when he was shifting merchandise and Rusev Day was more over than ever. It just feels like a holding pattern for me, and I'm all right with that because it's better than him not being in that position. Yeah. But I don't know. I, I, I think that AJ Styles will win, and I don't think he'll go into a feud with Samoa Joe, and Rusev will just flutter back down to wherever he was. However, talking about this episode of SmackDown, I will say I love the fact that he was in a match with Xavier Woods. Match was decent. Biggie yeah. running around with weird signs saying ouch <laughs> and stuff. I just, it just makes me laugh. I know it's goofy, but I loved it. But also, Rusev won clean, got on the mic, mm-hmm. cut a good promo on AJ Styles, and had, you know, 50% of the crowd behind him too. It's just, yeah. if it just as a Rusev fan, it just feels really good. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a match that everyone wants to see. And like, People are going to be happy if AJ wins. People are going to be happy if Rusev wins. I think. I mean, yeah, I'm. It's it's the match I'm looking forward to the most on from Extreme Rules. Would, would you agree that you think AJ Styles could lose the title now and it'd be okay in the sense he's held it for a long time and you know? Well, that's that, that's what I thought going into Money in the Bank. I was like, I was looking at the card going into it. I was like, um, I I honestly thought Seth Rollins was probably going to lose the IC title because like like AJ, like both of them could have afford to lose the title at that point they, they you know they both got what they needed from it really um and the guy they were going up against could have done with the title um so yeah I, I think if aj drops the title at extreme rules it's not it i don't think it's gonna do him any harm i and, don't think so either i i really really don't i, I actually think it, I, that's why i think he should have lost the nakamura like you say i think he could have hmm. done it wasn't going to affect him but more importantly it would have really justified nakamura's heel turn that's the only thing yeah. that i'm upset about i'm not upset but i'm a little bit annoyed about i just think now i don't think shinsuke nakamura is ever going to win the wwe title and that i think he deserved it i think he deserved the chance to win it yeah but you know but. what do you do <laughs> what? Yeah. Uh, what do you do? Um, what's the other thing I wanted to talk about? I can't remember now. It's something on Raw. Oh yeah, I remember the new Jinder Mahal character. Now you tell me, Jack. Yes. Have I gone nuts? Did I? <laughs> did I? Did I miss something on WWE TV, or did Jinder Mahal just completely do a 180, and I'm just supposed to accept it? I th- so again, going back to my fact, I I honestly thought Jinder was probably going to win, and go and and beat Roman again because I, I thought the WWE were going, okay, well, the crowd, the crowd like neither of these guys, so let's let's put the one they hate, that you know apparently hate the least, put him over, and then and maybe get a turn out of it or, or something like that. Um, but then about half it, because that, that's why I thought they were going when the match started and he was um, wheeling, uh, so they were saying down in their wheelchair. I was like, okay, <laughs> so building sympathy, they might they might try and turn him uh, turn him face. No, he's going to be a heel for that match. And, and but now has come that he is a heel, I uh, or a face even. See, I'm getting confused even speaking. Is he? I, is he? What is he? I don't know what he is. I you don't tell know. Me. He just <laughs> seems to be well into peace. Uh, that, that's all I took away from. Now he's he's into peace or something. I really don't know. I really, I really, I re- it's like that. We'll, we'll, we'll tie them in. It's like the whole Nia Jax thing, in the sense yeah. that. Why? Oh. Why she was a, she was actually quite a decent babyface over WrestleMania. Yeah, I thought so. 
And then she went heel for a few with Ronda Rousey. And I was like, okay, it's a bit much, but whatever. You know, like, and now she's a face again. For no apparent reason. That's what I can't stand. I don't mind if you want to shift people around like crazy. But don't do it without giving me some sort of explanation. And that's why I got annoyed about the gender stuff too. Because I'm like, why? <laughs> why? But why? Like, why can't this be an ongoing story? Why can't he continue a feud with Ty Dillinger and give Ty Dillinger some airtime? And yeah. he, I don't know, he loses to Ty Dillinger and he gets really stressed, but... You know, and then from that, it kind of has like it, a transformation kind of thing. Exactly. What is it? Yeah. Literally, for the last two weeks, he's just been like, oh, peace and love. And I'm like, wait, what? What do you mean? What do you mean, <laughs> what do you mean peace and love? I, it blew my mind. And I genuinely worried it was me. I genuinely worried that I, um, I'd forgotten something. I, yeah, I, I don't know where it's come from. I'm, I'm interested to see where it goes, but I have no idea how the hell we got here. <laughs> what do you think of Jinder Mahal? What did you think of his weird title reign last year? Um... I d- man, I don't know. I think what really hurt it was the fact that every time he was defending the title, it felt like he's defending it against Randy Orton. And it's it was just the same match every time. <laughs> it did feel like that. Uh, so I don't think that did him any favors. Um, it, it wasn't the worst thing. I'm, I mean, it's... Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Again, it's one of the things... It is. I don't know. I don't know what to feel about it because I, 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 uh, look, uh, a half of me didn't mind it because I like the whole anything can happen. Yeah. In, in, in WW. Yeah. In WWE kind of thing. And the fact, and also I liked it for Jinder Mahal in the sense that if I was a wrestler and also I found I was going to do it, I'll imagine I'd be pretty happy. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, I, it didn't really work, and it kind of, it kind of stole away what could have been quite a hot sort of summer for SmackDown because his matches weren't. I don't want to say they're not the best, but it kind of fell flat. And yeah, he did have a lot with, uh, yeah, he did have a lot with with with, with Randy Orton, which again took took the wind out of his sails. But yeah. Yeah, just give me a story. At least that had a story to it. At least he won it yeah. in a number one contendership, and it didn't just pop up one day. Went, oh, I'm really ah. Oh. And literally, those two things happened. Nia Jackson did them all happen without, you know, 30 minutes of each other. And I just I don't understand why WWE can't sit. Like, it doesn't bother me in the grand scheme of things. I don't, I, you know, as soon as it's over, I, I kind of forget about it. But still crazy. Still absolutely crazy. Yeah, it's bizarre. What do you think of Kevin Owens feuding with Braun Strowman? I, 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 I didn't think I would like it. And now I'm watching it and I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot. Anything Kevin Owens does, I absolutely love. <laughs> yes, I'm de- I'm exactly on that page as well. I love Kevin Owens; he's great. The the match, I, th- I think it was was it Payback? Was it Fastlane last year where he had the match with with Goldberg? That from like the whole thing took about twenty minutes, but from when the bell rang to when Kevin lost, it was about five seconds. I think it was the Royal <laughs> so Rumble. I think it was the, the Royal Rumble. That's when Jericho. Oh no, that's when Jericho came out and interrupted him, right? Oh, yeah. was, was it that, that one payback? or was it different? Was that so? so you, Goldberg versus Kevin Owens, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Hang on, I get confused a lot. He, he, I'm typing it in. Kevin kept hopping out of the ring, winding up Goldberg. Oh, you're right, it was fast head. lane. You're right. Why did I think it was a Royal Rumble? I've gone crazy. You're right, it was fast lane. But yeah, that was it. I, even Kevin Owens made that work. And look, just between you and me, no one else is listening. I didn't mind Bill Goldberg going on that run. I thought it was really fun. That may be yeah. my best storyline from 2016 to 2017. They did. I loved it. Um, yeah, but I think Kevin Owens is the best. We should also talk about, actually, I, I don't think I mentioned this last week, Sami Zayn is going to be out for pretty much a year with two torn rotator cuffs. 
Yeah, I, I, normally for someone as energetic as Sammy, he seemed really kind of muted in the You're right. match. You're right, and I guess that's why, right? I guess that's why it's yeah. kind of that weird half squash, not a squash, up, down, yeah. left, right nonsense, whatever it was. Um, but um, it was I weird. don't think that feud was working for either of them. So It did nothing for anybody, right? And maybe that's yeah. why. Maybe they knew he was going to have to go away to... Yeah, to... to it's crazy though. I mean, I didn't think he'd be out for that long, but he is. He's out for a, he's out for a long damn time. Yeah. Uh, uh, the last thing I want to talk about in terms of this week's TV, unless anything you want to jump in with Jack, is that James Ellsworth is back, uh, <laughs> and he's yes. got a match with Oscar next week. Now, WWE recently have kind of stayed away from intergender matches, which I can understand why. Yep. Uh, like I've actually just started to introduce somebody into wrestling recently. She's a girl. And what did she see? Oh, she was watching Defiant, and she saw Jimmy Havoc versus I can't remember who she who he fought now. Uh, uh, is it the most re- uh, Kaylee Ray? I it think. was Kaylee Ray. I thought it yeah. was, and then I yeah, Kaylee Ray, and she was like, "This is her words, not mine." She said, "Well, that didn't seem very realistic." <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "That's a really interesting point because I grew up on intergender matches, so really, I don't I don't think about them. And I watch Lucha Underground, and they're a bit yeah. more controversial, but whatever. I mean, you know, ultimately, I'd probably." Uh, say that well i don't know i have no opinion on them i'm not for or against i don't know how i feel um i can i can see why i mean it's obvious why why the concept of an incident match makes people uncomfortable because there's i mean you could you could draw an inference from those matches um but i don't again like i'm i'm not for or against them i mean i i saw that match as well um from the start to find the, the more recent pay-per-view. Yeah. Um, it's fine. I'm since watching stuff on progress. I like a big fan of Jimmy Havoc. Oh, Jimmy He's, Havoc is just, not only is he an amazing wrestler, but he is, a, and not only the stuff he do is crazy. He's a wonderful human being. I just want to throw that out there. He's such yeah. a nice person. It is ridiculous. I shouldn't say that. I may ruin his, I don't want to ruin his, uh, his persona. His, his, his character then I, is astonishing. Well, yeah, I, I shouldn't say that. I never said that. I take the back. I retract that statement. He's, uh, he's, a, he's a crazy, crazy man. Just a lovely bloke all around. That's all I'm going to say. But, I mean, like the lengths he goes to is oh, I, unbelievable. It's just, it's just, I couldn't do it. And I couldn't do it. If I, anything that I can't do, I'm mean, impressed, you know, no matter what people do, I'm impressed with it. But it, it, especially things I know I can't do, even more impressed. Like, well, I could never do that. And he's out there making it look, making it look that easy. But, I mean, do you want to see Oscar versus James Ellsworth? I, I assume it's going to be a joke match. I really like James yeah, Ellsworth. It, it, I, I think mean, he's good. Yeah. Uh, I've... James Ellsworth got a lot of hate, I, I felt. And I was... I, I really like the guy. I know, I know. That, like the the joke was that you know he's not a great wrestler. He's, he doesn't deserve to be that kind of thing. That that was the the whole kind of like story for that. But I, I, he genuinely a really funny guy, um, and obviously, and he, he knows what he's doing. I yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to the match. I thought him coming to like in, interrupting the championship match uh, at Money in the Bank dressed as Oscar was brilliant. Um, yeah, I like that a lot. I thought it was really well done. Um, especially following his involvement with Money in the Bank last year, which WWE can't decide if 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 they're going to acknowledge or not. They seem to change their mind on whether that happened. Well, I guess it's that classic WWE thing. It's over a year old now, so we just focus yeah. on the on the most recent stuff. Um, I did think it was weird they got rid of him and brought him back a few months later. I thought that was very strange. Like, I didn't really understand the point of that but maybe they just realized they made a mistake and he was better off maybe it's yeah. only a short-term thing i don't know i don't know but uh 
I'll have to wait and see till I see the match. Because it's been so long since I've seen a man or woman match in the WWE. I don't even know what they do. I mean, yeah. do they even treat... They kind of seem... They don't really look at James Ellworth as a man, really, in the sense that he's always sort of competing with the girls and stuff. So, yeah. Yeah, because James uh, Ellsworth's always really been part of, like, the Carmella story anyway. So yeah. it, it doesn't... Yeah, I, yeah, I see where you're coming from with that. I, yeah. It's, it's going to be... Exciting to watch. I'm, I'm interested to see what, what they're going to do with it. Um, yeah, me too. I'm I, I think to it's see fun. The championship match at, at uh, Extreme Rules as well. And he's much like Jinder Mahal for me. I just love seeing that guy live his dream. It's just nice. Yeah. Just oh, nice. yeah. It's great. It just is. It just is. Okay, so that was the week in wrestling. Um, <laughs> did you watch any of the NXT UK stuff? Yes. Yes. It was pretty, great. pretty full on amazing. I mean, I don't know how well it's going to do in terms of going forward uh, because you just never know. The, the competition in the UK is insane. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, are people going to pay WWE prices to, to see these guys when these guys are going to be on other shows? Or are WWE going to, you know, make them exclusive to their shows? There's so many unanswered questions. But in terms of a back to back, you know, two night event, night one and night two I thought was awesome. Zach Gibson is great. Pete Dunne is great. Uh, yep. British Strong Style is great. <laughs> like, it's just. There's so Travis much. Travis Banks as well. Oh, Travis Banks is great. There's just, so, there's just so much good talent in the in the UK that yeah. uh, it was an amazing showcase to watch. And I, admittedly, they probably should have thought better than to put the, the first event on Monday night with the England game. But you know, whatever. <laughs> you, I guess you can't you can't figure out those things beforehand sometimes. Uh, but yeah, I just thought what a fantastic showcase of British wrestling and. Like I say, I know you're, uh, you're you're kind of relatively new, but I'm sure even you, you know, you know it's to kind of understand you know how incredible it is. I, when I oh, say yeah. when I say that, I just mean in the sense that when I was a kid, indie wrestling in the UK was you went down to your local leisure centre and someone came out dressed like Kane. And the reason I tell you that story is because it's literally what happened to me every time I went to see <laughs> wrestling in the le- and that was cool. It was fun, but it didn't have its own identity. And now not only does it have its own identity, but it's probably you know, one of, if not the best regions in the entire world. And I just think that's, I just think it's incredible. It just blows yeah. my brain. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm really excited to see what happens. I, I'm not sure if they are going to make the, the people on the roster exclusive. I certainly hope they're not. Um, I just say that because I think, uh, the most recent, uh, progress pay view, uh, Dakota Kai was in the, uh, main event. Um, and obviously Dakota's on, uh, NXT US as well. Mm, I suppose yeah. it will be called now. I um, I don't think they will, yeah. but I I think it's an interesting situation in the sense of are people. And this is me playing devil's advocate. I don't know this. I I, I don't know this for sure. Obviously, but are people going to pay WWE prices to see amazing talent when you know that talent is going to be on Progress or on Rev Pro or on Evolve or on the Rev Pro? But you know, like that, that's the question I have. And I mean that purely from an inquisitive kind of way. I think we should pay that money, but people only have a certain amount of disposable income to spend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it was I amazing. Mean, we're, me and my friends, we're looking at prices for the, the, NXT, the NXT UK tapings, which start uh, late July. And the, like, the logistics of it were like, I don't, <laughs> I don't think we can afford this, guys. Well, that's it, man. And it, 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 that's just. The, you know, that's just the world we live in. You only have yeah. so much money you can spend on entertainment, and obviously, you have to decide what you want. To, what you want to spend. That's nothing. That's not a knock on or anything. You just like you say, if it's not in your area or you can't get there or there's a transport issue, then you have to think, okay, well, maybe I will go to this or maybe I go to that. It does become difficult. That's just the way of the world. Not just with WWE, but with anybody, any promotion. Yeah. yeah. But amazing though, and if you haven't seen it, you know, support it as much as you can. British wrestling right now is just is just, is just awesome. Um, and who knows what the future holds? I mean, who knows what the future holds? It's, it's going to be absolutely fascinating. Something else I wanted to talk about as well was our friend Enzo Amore. Now, 
Did you see the comments he made on Stone Cold Steve Austin's podcast, my friend Jack? Uh, I've not got around to that, no. Right. Well, that's good. So you can react to them as I tell you. So he did indeed go on Stone Cold Steve Austin's podcast. And I mean, the basic gist of what he said was that he felt WWE had been unfair to him. Uh, when he got fired, apparently he said to them, well, that's your loss, not mine, (laughs) which sums up Enzo Amore. He was indeed not allowed to dress in the locker room because he'd wound so many people up and said that, you know, on the night of the Raw 25th anniversary when he did indeed get told um, to go home when all the news broke about the incident, that the plan originally was he was going to lose his Cruiserweight Championship to the Million Dollar Man in a poker game and then Nia Jax was going to win that belt back for him later on to carry on that storyline. And also he was going to have a match with Goldust. And after that match, the Dudley boys were going to come out and kick the shit out of him. But he also claimed, and I think this is the most interesting point, is that Triple H never really gave them, him or Big Cass a chance in, down in, 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 w, in NXT because they thought, he thought they'd screw it up, or in his words, fuck it up. I find that's the only one that I've... Because to me... I know they never won a championship, so I guess you could argue that point. But I always remember Enzo and Cass in NXT being one of the most hottest acts there was, being really involved in the program, at one point kind of being synonymous with the brand. I don't know. That one felt a bit unfair to me. Yeah. I mean, going into NXT, what I did, I mean, it was was only recently after they've been called up to the main roster and people were still talking about, you know, how much they lit up the crowd, really. And, yeah, it's. I think NXT does a pretty decent job of giving everybody a fair shake. Um, I uh, think so. The, I, I, I think that's what he's so good at is almost, you know, making sure everyone does get their opportunity. Mm-hmm. So I found yeah. it weird that I found it weird that he said that. But I guess you, maybe, I mean, I'm not saying this. I don't know this. We could be bitter or whatever. I don't know. Um, maybe. But yeah, that, that's the one thing that really surprised me. He said he never thought he got a fair crack at the whip. And I, I don't think that's true. I mean, you know, they made him the centerpiece of 205 Live. And regardless of what you think about 205 Live, he was still the centerpiece of it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's strange. Yeah, I think... that I can't get behind that charge for, for NXT. I think... I mean, even then, the, I think the harshest they've ever... Re- I don't want to say, even say harsh, but like the, the most punishing run that, since I've been watching was when... Um, CN lost match after match after match and then went away for a while. Yeah, and, yeah. And, but that itself was building up to him sort of reinventing himself uh, to a degree um, at the you know the instruction of um, Selena and then coming back and absolutely storming it. So even if people aren't having like the greatest run, it's, it's usually because there's something down the line that, that's going to really sort of light a fire under them. Yeah, I totally agree. But I, th- I thought it was interesting. I wanted to touch on it, uh, yeah. but before we uh, before we brought this episode to a close, uh, the other thing I wanted to talk about uh, was just kind of in general. I mean, we got SummerSlam coming up, which does seem likely to be Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns. Hopefully, Roman Reigns gets the Universal Title so they can you know finally put it back on Raw, which I think uh, yeah, again I, I, they 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 need this needs to happen now. I can't. <laughs> I've only been watching for over a year. I, I can't take this anymore. Well, I was going to say, you must not even think that a world title just exists on Raw. I mean, I, I, it doesn't. I've only ever seen it on pay-per-views. Well, yeah. What do you think of Brock Lesnar, then? Because I guess, um, you, you guess you miss Brock Lesnar's sort of zenith in the WWE. I, I think I did. But, I mean, every time he's shown up, I, like, the, the one, like, benefit... Um, for him never really showing up on Raw is that any time he does, it's like... Oh shit! He's here. Yeah. All right. Okay. What's happening now? Um, 
I liked the feud that he had with Samoa Joe last year. I thought oh, him, excellent, yeah. The, like every time I think of Brock Lesnar, it, like it always comes up in the back of my head is him, like the way he sold the the cookie and a clutch from Samoa. It's like an all red in the face, like scratching. I thought it was brilliant. Um, the match itself in the end was a bit, mm, but. The feud was great. The build was great. No, I agree. What, what do, do you have? You followed any of Brock Lesnar exploits outside of the WWE? Uh, not so much. No, I'm not. I'm not much of a UFC guy. Yeah, but, but does the whole you know legit fighter thing come across? I mean, yeah, definitely. I yeah. mean, well, he's, I, he's he's giant. I mean, but, yeah, it's it's one of the things you like. You look at him, it's like right, okay. <laughs> I always find it intriguing though when people come to it from that angle because you know, again, because I'm so old, I saw Brock Lesnar arrive. And Brock Lesnar leave, and Brock yeah. Lesnar come back, and Brock Lesnar be a UFC champion. So you know, to see where he's got today is uh, is kind of crazy to me. But um, I do like Brock Lesnar. I just think they kind of screwed the pooch with him because I mean, they really should have lost the title of WWE at WrestleMania 34. Just should have done. He just yeah. really should have done. Um, Again, though, it felt like a match that the crowd immediately, like, yeah. as soon as it started, they're like, "No, we don't want this." You're right. It, it, it was absolutely done. Um, did you just quickly watch anything to do with Kenny Omega and Kachiska Okada? I have I've I've not caught up with any huge fan stuff yet. I've been intrigued. It's shameful look, to admit these well, days. No, 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 it's not at all. I don't I don't like it when people get mad about that. You watch what you watch because you've got a certain amount of time and you know it's like money. You've, you give it your entertainment time. Uh, when you do sit there, let me know what you think because given everything you said, I think you're going to enjoy everything the new Japan is doing. Um, okay. And the brackets for G1 came out. It may have been last week and we didn't talk about it, but you know the World Cup's on right now. And if you want your wrestling version of the World Cup, it takes a lot. But to get into NJ, New Japan's uh, G1 tournament is, is fun. Hard work, okay. but really, really, really fun. So I will pick. I haven't even been into it the last few years, but it really does make real wrestling not only feel real, but it gives it a really nice. Uh, yeah, there's just something cool about it. I just like it. I just like it. I think it's really fun. All right. Um, and obviously, we've got All In coming up. Are you excited about All In? Yes. Yeah. I, I only recently been like, catching up on what it means, but, but yeah. Honestly, I'm man, I, 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 I am so. I think that it could be become the WrestleMania of the indie scene, or at least that's what I hope yeah. it's going to becoming. I know that WWE has now officially announced its Raw and SmackDown deals, and they're going to make billions of dollars, and they now somehow got two flagship programs. Say, yeah, no two sense. flagship shows. Two, cool. it, it just everyone go look up what flagship means, and then you'll see how ridiculous <laughs> that is. Um, but if they can, you know, if 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 they can, if some wrestlers can hold off signing for them. Yeah, I really, I'm really excited to see what we can do with All In going forward. Really, yeah. really excited because I think that event's going to be huge. I've got some exciting news about it soon. Again, I'm not on it. That's not what it is. But I can't talk about it yet, but I will talk about it soon. But yeah, I really think that's going to cool. be a big deal. And I think wrestling going forward is just, I think it's in a great place. I'm just excited it, to see how it evolves. It's having a massive revival at the moment. I mean, it's like, it felt like after like a few months, I stopped watching it like, it's coming in the news that it's starting to make a comeback. I think ITV was thinking about doing their own. Ha- break, yeah, break. one month's time, my friend. World of Sport comes back for a 10-episode run on ITV. So Fantastic. Yeah, okay. I mean, I honestly believe from a worldwide point of view, wrestling right now is hotter than ever. I mean, oh, not, God, yeah. not when we're talking about North America and WCW versus WWE and all of that, but in terms of worldwide, yeah, mm-hmm. 100%, 100% this is, yeah. I, yeah, this is uh, this is it. This is the, the best time. It is, it, it is a good time, Jack. I totally agree with you. Uh, and on that note, we will uh, slowly start to bring things to a close. Jack, is there anything else you want to pimp or talk about before we do any social media promotion? Or you want to talk about the indie promotion again? Whatever you want. Yeah, I mean, um, for FW, I've been going to um, uh, as regularly as I can. Again, it's one of those things, time and money, not always in a huge amount of supply. But um they're a really cool uh indie promotion 
uh, in Wiltshire and Swindon. Um, if you ever have a chance to go down there and watch it, do. It's a lot of fun. Um, that's yeah. That that that's the main blag I want to get across. Well, I'm glad you did. And they, they, where, where, they basically do stuff in Swindon, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Mecca Centre. I may try and come down to one of these. I am in I am in Swindon quite a lot, and it would be cool. When's their next event? Do you know? Uh, July twenty first, I think. All right, I'm looking it up. I look at I'm now. I'm on their website. I'm going to it. Everyone's just going to have to pause while I look up <laughs> wrestling things on the internet. Uh, I know I've screwed I've, I've screwed it up right away. I've gone into 2019. I don't know what I'm doing. July the 21st. Uh, yeah, they do. They have four FW yes. Ultimate Supremacy 2018. Yes. Do you know who's on the card at the moment? Uh, I'm not sure if it's been announced yet. Um, I, need, I do try and check it regularly to, to find out. But I mean, whoever's going to be on the card, I know it's going to be going to be good fun i may try and come to that that'd be interesting i think i know quite a few guys that work on it that would be good so everyone go check that out especially in the swindon area and really just go and check out um you know go go and check out your local indie scene because that's what it's there for and it's awesome and i bet Absolutely. you i bet you have a good time uh do you want to give out any social media info or do you rather not you don't have to it's up to you but i always like to offer the opportunity uh the, the, like i got rid of facebook uh, a few months ago good for you my friend twitter not, not well. I mean, I'm on it, but I rarely use it. So I, I could give it you. out, but we won't. People, we go we won't. to a barren wasteland. I, I, I respect you. If I change, when I, if I ever change my job, I will vanish from social media. But that, <laughs> that is a conversation we do not need to have now. Jack, I, I do want to thank you again for supporting me. Uh, genuinely, like I said to you uh, before we started talking, like I can't say thank you enough because not only do you allow me to do stuff like this, but the fact that you're even willing to do it in the first place is just awesome. I mean, thanks for having me, man. This has been great. It has been great. I, I loved and everyone. You know, sometimes I get. You know, sometimes I'll just address it now. Actually, sometimes people say, "Oh, Simon, we'd rather just you talked by yourself." Well, I do do podcasts like that, and we'll keep doing them. But also, I love to have you guys on. I just do. I like talking about wrestling, and I love talking about it with people within the wrestling community. I just think it's nice. I think it's a nice thing to do. It makes me happy. So, for anyone that says that, you know, there's only few and far between. But that's that's the reason I do it. And again, if you'd like to come on and talk to me about wrestling, you can do it at patreoncom Simon316. The podcast will also be at youtubecom the middle Report Rules. I am on Twitter and Instagram at SimonMiller316. And if you are on iTunes, please give us five stars. Please give us a review. Uh, and on top of that, everyone keeps asking me why isn't it on Spotify. I tell you why. Because they're taking their time, <laughs> all right. I will get it on Spotify as soon as they uh, as soon as they let me. So uh, so yeah, that's the deal uh, right now. Jack, thank you again so much for joining me. Uh, keep enjoying your indie wrestling as well. I love that. That's always really good. And yeah, we'll be back later on in the week with a special Q and A episode as always. But thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading this podcast into your life. And I will talk to you again very soon. <laughs>